Welcome everyone, we're about to begin with Hashem Shalom Bayashir number 226. We talked in the previous year about prioritizing your needs in marriage and to add to the spark of quote-unquote romance, not the way the non-Jewish world culture depicts it, but the way the true value of it is. There's a deep connection between a husband and wife, a spark there that's like none other, and that needs to be cherished and nurtured, and we started talking about it. And part of it also is to communicate a unique value to your spouse, give her specific gifts, specific cards, if there's a certain nickname or adjectives that you use to describe her, to her, you say it, you express it, and she would be ecstatic and appreciative. And um, But again, it's reserved just for her. You have to realize with the husband and wife, in their language to each other, a certain warmth and a certain expressions are expressed just to them. And if they express those feelings of love and appreciation in the same exact mode to their mother-in-law, father, sister-in-law, husband's female assistant, so on and so forth, uh, then it, 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 it cheapens everything. So it's very important to realize that this Kesher is for one person only. And if you do these types of expressions and, and warmth, doesn't mean you're not a mensch. Of course, you express that to other people. You're nice. You give encouragement. We talked about it at length, especially in the Shiorim Fridays, Zal Kliskan on Chesed, on all the wonderful things you could do for other people to help them and to use warm expressions to them. But the quote-unquote romantic or deep connection that's unique in our affection between a husband and wife, that's special, that's unique, that has extreme value like no other, that you reserve just for your husband, just for your wife and no one else. It's a language that's unique. It's like a separate shprach. You have a, sp- a separate way, your tone of, I know some people that they, they do this, and it's really fascinating to see where when they speak to their wife on the phone, you could tell that they're speaking to your wife. I'm talking in a positive way. Unfortunately, I've seen also people pick up the phone, talk to their wives, their husbands, and they're very yelling, disrespectful, very sad. But then I've seen Baruch Hashem the other way around too, that when they, you could tell when they pick up their, 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 the phone and they pick up and they talk to their wife or their husband, they change their tone of voice to a softer tone, to a loving tone, to a more friendly tone that's unique to them. That's a very important piece of advice and a key to try your best to work, especially as marriage goes along. Like we talked about the aside in last year, and I really should repeat it again and again and again. This misconception of the worldview that marriage goes downhill naturally, and that's the way Hashem wants it, and that's the nature of things, is a cynical approach. And that's not the kavana of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who expects a marriage to grow and to have a schachis and to get deeper and greater and with more hana, more hana physically and more hana emotionally, more hana spiritually. And part of it is this concept we just talked about now, is to use a specific, special, softer tone of voice, a friendly tone of voice, a loving tone of voice, uh, certain words that you use or names that you use that you call your husband or wife or, 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 or descriptions, adjectives that are only unique for them 
and for nobody else. It cannot be used for anyone else. It's the special language between the husband and the wife in- individually. Words that are unique, words that are meaningful, loving words, creative expressions of affections, the way you give gifts, the way you plan experiences with each other, the way even you help around the house, the way even how you interact with your children, and even the way you interact with your children as is vis-a-vis in relationship to your their mother or their father as you in, interact with them, where their, your children see how much affection that you have with each other. And we talked about in other shiurim, and we will talk about it more on whether you do or do not show actual physical expression of love in front of the children or not. But whether you do, whether you don't, either way, the affection, though, has to be palpable, has to be real, has to be something that the children do indeed see. And men feel honored, they feel respected, they feel like a million dollars when their wives demonstrate their exclusive devotion to them, their exclusive appreciation to their husbands through words, through deeds that meet their needs and meet their desires. And a husband needs to know that his wife is very special in that regard. And if she demonstrates his unique value and priority in her life, he needs to really appreciate that in her. And it goes the other way around too. Women need to, to be valued and feel valued when their husbands demonstrate their exclusive devotion to their wives, their exclusive appreciation to their wives through words, through deeds, through actions, meeting their desires, meeting their needs. And that is such an important thing. Another thing that is important in all human relationships, but all the more so a husband and wife, is empathy. Empathy, we spoke about it, but we really need to go way, way in depth. There's so many shiurim, if Hashem gives me kayach and siyat shmaya to have empathy as a parsha b'fnei what it means, and another one on listening. It's also Parsha Vifnei It's connected to empathy in, in many ways. There's so much to talk about. But it, it, just even on the surface level, it has great depth and great application. And that empathy means that you have the ability to understand and share the feelings of another person. You basically do your utmost best to put yourself in someone else's place and consider how they are feeling even it may be different than you. We're naturally empathetic as human beings, and when we're dating, sometimes we can be naturally empathetic, Shana Rishayna, so on and so forth. Um, you know, in a manipulative way, unfortunately, a husband could show empathy when he wants sex. A wife could manipulatively show empathy when she wants some money from her husband. You know, you could use it in negative ways. Everything could be used positive or negatively, but if you use real empathy where I say it's not the sex, it's not the gifts, it's not the money, it's I care about you. And the sex and the money and all that is just an expression of real empathy and real caring, then it's a good thing. Empathy creates an environment of sensitivity. And what we talked about, proactive care, not reactive, proactive, that creates a deep, quote-unquote, romantic love. Again, I mean it in the total value of it. 
where you feel safe in the environment. You feel like you're the safest person in the world when your husband is with you or when your wife is with you. That's the goal. And even if you're far from it now, don't give up on that goal or that dream or that hope and work through it that you become close where you feel safe with one another and you feel good when, when, when you're with each other, when you feel you're being heard by your husband or wife, and you feel you're being understood by your husband and wife. So very often people relate and they acknowledge this. There was one husband that admitted he became, he was after a while a very miserable husband, and then he did tshuva on it, and he got back to himself and started to behave better. But he acknowledged that when my, me and my wife were dating, I was committed to win her over, and I was very attracted to her, and I enjoyed being around her, and I opened up the car door for her on a date, I helped her in, and I was careful to make her feel comfortable. But fast forward five years, and we're married, and we were secure in the relationship, all of a sudden I'm driving like a maniac. My wife complained constantly about my driving, I didn't listen to her, I did not slow down. So the same empathy I exercised towards her when I barely knew her, was thrown out the window. And now that we're married, I never put myself in her shoes to consider how my words or my actions were affecting her in a negative way. And that was, the husband said, that was one of the main reasons why our marriage was failing until, of course, he did tshuva and re-corrected those things. Many of you husbands listening, listen to that and remember this. Remember this. If you, if, you, if you lack the sensitivity and empathy trying to be in her shoes, then, you have that, you know, then, then it won't work. You have to start doing that. And wives to husbands as well. So the idea is like this. You become more aware of one another. True awareness and real interest in your husband and wife. Then you start with positive exchanges with each other in inside the bedroom, outside the bedroom aspects, all of it, and emotional focus on your, on your husband and wife with the expressing love, expressing deep bonds, even in the routine to, 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 to spark an excitement, even in a routine. And even as reality hits and there could be conflict or difficulty or tiredness and sometimes illness, you do your best to daven and work through those things and remain mentioned with each other and connect with each other. So it's very important, all these things that we discuss. And this husband who was driving wild for the worst after the marriage finally did his tshuva. He asked Mechila from his wife. He told her, I'm sorry that my heart turned away from you. I'm sorry I wasn't listening to you. And that is a critical point very often in healing of the marriage. Sometimes the wife needs to hear this. If a husband knows in the past five years, 10 years, 20 years, it makes no difference, has done things over and over again in, in an insensitive way, not listening to the, his wife or her needs, it's time to take the courage and acknowledge it and then back it up, of course, with action. and Say, I'm sorry. I want to hear now what you have to say and I'm going to change. And then really do that change. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu Habba Letayer Messiah Oisai. Like we said in last year, this Habba Letayer Messiah Oisai, that if you want to purify yourself, Hashem opens up the gates and 
He helps you with it. Applies in all areas of Eidus Hashem. And marriage is no exception. And this quote-unquote romance, again, not the Gaiusha one, not the misused, dirty one, but what the Torah values, that connection, which is a daily need for both husbands and wives. If you're really committed to do that, Hashem will help you, and your marriage will get stronger, and your marriage will grow. It's not so complicated or not as difficult as people imagine or believe. You speak to therapists, and I've listened and researched a lot on this, and sometimes a couple comes in, even after many years of marriage, they first meet the meet them and they're, they're, they're estranged from each other and they want to work it out. So what happened? They'll first say it's complicated. Now, sometimes it could be complicated, but very often it starts with the basics. Many things that are so long-winded and complicated in their minds and hearts, uh, all the turmoil and uh, ups and downs in their marriages and their and, and their, you know, emotional uh, upheavals really starts with meeting basic needs and desires in a normal, menschlicher way and changing the language to be an empathetic language, a prioritizing language where your husband and wife now is priority. And that is the Pesach. It starts out simple. It's usually not as complicated as people make it out to be. Very often it seems like it because there's so many things that you have in your mind. You have a laundry list of, you know, things that happened in the marriage and behaviors that were negative and so on and so forth. But it really comes down to certain basic concepts and principles that when you start applying them, things get a lot better and pretty quickly. And may Hashem give us all the siyata deshmaya to do this, the siyata deshmaya to be able to do the shtadlis and the tefillah, to do this, to prioritize our husbands, to prioritize our wives, to meet each other's needs like we spoke about in the last year and many shiurim prior to that, to speak in a special tone in your spouse's language of love, in your spouse's language of respect, and to use a specific language towards your spouse that you don't share with anybody else. And again, what we talked about in this year, empathy. Empathy. Don't judge your friend until you're in his shoes applies to your wife and your husband especially. Put yourself in their shoes as much as possible. See their perspective. Try to understand their perspective. And HaKadosh Baruch will help that your marriage will grow. Have a wonderful day.